Hello and welcome to the preview show in association with Sports Broker uh, ahead of the Forest game this Saturday. I'm pleased to be joined by Town Centre half Tom Lees and Huddersfield examiner writer Stephen Chicken. How are you both doing? Good, thanks. Yeah, very good, thank you. Excellent. Um, Tom, if we, we start with you, um, Tuesday night, Blackpool away, 3-0 win. It was, a, it was a great game, wasn't it? How did you feel after that one? Yeah, really good. And like, it's always a great atmosphere at Blackpool. Um, don't know, obviously, because whether it's a location, but everyone seems to be in party mode. Um, <laughs> so the atmosphere was really good. Um, and it was just a, a really pleasing win, you know. I thought we played really well um, and like fully deserved the, the scoreline. Yeah. Um, we're watching you as well in that back line with with Matty Pearson and Levi Colwell, you, you look like you've been at the club about 10 years rather than 10 weeks. I, I was going to ask you how you're settling in, but having watched you play, it looks like you've, you've settled in perfectly. Yeah, you know, obviously there's a bit to learn because um, like the manager here does things differently and it's a different style of play to what I've played before. Um, he, he requires different things, but they're both very good players along with Naby, so they make it easy. And, um, yeah, like good communication between us. And that really helps. You've mentioned before, I think, in uh, an interview you did for us for the programme that one of the reasons you wanted to come to town was to work with Carlos and to, to push yourself and to, to bring new elements to your game. Can you just give us some insight into what that was exactly? What about your game you wanted to, to try and push and change? Yeah, the manager here was definitely a big factor in me joining the club. Um, he was someone that I was eager to work with just because I've seen how he develops players and what he does with the players. Yeah. And the club showed me that um, when I met with them as well. They showed me some sort of examples. Um, and yeah, like you say, I just wanted to show different sides to my game because I've been playing a long time now. People probably have got a perception of what you are as a player. And I want to show like different sides to what I can do. Um, and I think that so far, um, I'm settling in quite well and understanding what Carlos wants from me. Yeah, is that sort of playing a bit more on the front foot, being a bit more intense in your pressing and, and trying to, to play forwards with the ball a little bit more and, and, and increasing on your shorter passing game than you might have done previously? Yeah, and I mean, he sets the team up for you to be able to do that. I always think that's a big part of things that... Um, a lot is made of like the player who's on the ball, but ultimately the other players, they kind of make the decision for you with the options that they give and the, the players that you can find. And here it's really well set up that when the player gets the ball, he knows his options. He knows where the players are going to be. The patterns of play are what worked on quite a lot. And then it's up to you to decide which pass is best. Um, there's yeah. that side of the game. And then there's obviously like the, it's quite man for man. Um, high press uh, being on the front foot like you've said and that's also something else that I want to show that hopefully I can do Yeah um, Stephen when we I'm confident in asking you this because when we were uh, at full time in Blackpool you, you came over to us in the press box and said Tom Lees was excellent again tonight so I was just going to ask you um, what have your opinions been of, of Tom since he joined the club Yeah I mean um we sort of knew from from Dom Housen, who's been covering Wednesday for years, that that Tom was a good player, and you know 
Dom really uh, sort of gave his big thumbs up to to the signing. And to be fair, I think we've given we've given Tom pretty much a seven or or more often an eight pretty much every game uh, so far. It's it's been a, a really encouraging start. Obviously, coming in against Preston uh, at sort of last minute when Matty Pearson fell ill was uh, was you know in at the deep end kind of thing, but. I think we've seen a lot of calm and I think I almost I got home on Tuesday night thinking, what do I write about? And, you know, I thought Tom Lee's impact would be sort of the, the, the number one thing there. But then when you think about it, it's like, well, to be fair, it's the whole defence, you know, the whole unit. Uh, and I know you always defend as an 11, but you do need your back three as it is at the moment and your goalkeeper to be, you know, will obviously always play a big part in that. And we've seen such a massive defensive improvement from town, um, especially since Tom's come into the team. And, you know, long may that continue because last season, you know, there's no two ways about it. It was the worst defence in the championship. So for town to now have a defence that they can rely on. And when you look through the numbers, you dig through the underlying stats, you can see it's not a coincidence. It's not a bit of good luck. It's not strikers haven't been finishing their chances or anything like that. You know, town have actually been stopping teams from creating too many chances. The XG against them has been less than one for each of the last five games. They never managed more than two in a row on that front last year. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, a really encouraging start to the season on the whole. Yeah, on that point, Tom, the, apart from, from Naby, with Lee and Goal, Matty, yourself and Levi, you're all new additions to the club. How is that working on the, the training field to have all settled so quickly and and sort of work together as quick as you have? Because like I said before, it looks as if you've been playing together as a unit for a long time, whereas you've all come from different systems, different teams, and, and slotted in together really well. So how's that How's that work for you guys um, at Canal Side? Well, I think, um, obviously, like I said before, we've got the com- communication side of things. Lee behind us is really good in that respect, um, talks a lot, and he's a very calm figure, so that helps. But then I think all of us have got like different kind of styles. Like uh, Levi's obviously come from kind of like a Premier League academy setup, and he's very comfortable on the ball. You know, um, kind of brought up in that modern way of playing. And me and Matty are probably a bit more like a bit of a throwback, <laughs> a bit more of like a like a, what you'd expect from like the EFL centre halves. Um, but we're determined to show, you know, that we have got that other side. Yeah. Um, so I think we're quite similar in that aspect. Um, and we've probably got quite a bit of experience in the championship now. And then Naby as well has got that extra physical presence, as well as get being um, very good on the ball. So I think that we've all got different styles, you know, and if we can take a bit from each other, that'll help. Um, but yeah, I think as well, um, it's kind of that know-how as a defender. And I think that like all the boys across the back have got that bit of experience and that bit of know-how of, yeah, this is how we want to play. And we want to do things that look pleasing on the eye and that are good with the ball. But equally, there's times when, especially in the championship, 
but the basics and the thing, the horrible things, they get the job done as well. So it's about getting that mix. And I'd probably say that that is kind of thing that we've kind of probably brought to the club, just having that little bit of more of a mix of the the nice side of the game and, and doing those horrible things. Someone's got to go and take one um, yeah. in face uh, every now and again. And unfortunately, that'll be one of us. You you say that, but currently our, our top scorer this season is Matty Pearson. Is that a, a stat that he's he's been quite proud of in the uh, dressing room? Yeah, very proud of. And uh, he's not shy of letting people know that he's currently <laughs> the town's top scorer. Um, when he, he scored against Blackpool, you all ran off and, and celebrated by doing this sort of a thing. Can you let us know what that was about, please? Because we, we've all been wondering. Again... I'd probably say it relates to Matty not being shy of letting everybody know that he is town's top top goal scorer. Um, and yeah, that just goes back to him coming up to people and telling people that he's town's top goal scorer. So um, we'll let him keep doing it though, you know, because obviously it means that he's scored when he's pulling yeah. that one out of the bag. So, uh, so yeah, no, please for him and hopefully we can all keep chipping in. Yeah, our defenders have all got on the, the score sheet so far this season, yourself against Everton as well. The the deliveries that are getting put in by Danell and, and Sauber, is that something that you guys practice on the training ground and, and look forward to going and attacking? Yeah, practice set plays before before every game. Importance, again, is put on them. And uh, the manager's made a big point, you know, of when you've got the ball, you're either going to create a, create a chance to score you're going to score, you, you're going to create a chance that you don't score or you create a set play. Um, and that's a thing that can really put make teams feel under pressure, you know. Like every time we get a set play, it, that's a real opportunity now for us to score. And that's a big, big source of our goals. I think you see like the likes of West Brom and Birmingham, they probably look at every time we get a throw in, in the opposition half, that's a chance to score a massive chance to score, a legitimate chance to score. And that builds that sense of pressure because mm. when you're playing them, you know, they're throwing in, in your half, it's it's going to be a dangerous situation. And hopefully that's the same for us. Every time we get a set play, teams are feeling under pressure. Yeah. Um, Stephen, we, we, other than speaking in person at the time, we, we haven't spoken to you on camera about the Blackpool game. 3-0 away win on middle of the week in the Championship, bouncing back from that, that narrow Stoke defeat. How did you see that one? Because we were all really impressed and that seemed to be a, a performance that was coming and, and one that had a real determined air about it after the, the disappointment of that Stoke result that I think everybody felt that we, we deserved more from. Yeah, I think we sort of backed the players to to bounce back from from that disappointment because... We've seen that before this season, you know, the response to the, the Fulham game, they then went and got the win against Preston and then have sort of stepped up the, the performance every every week after that. So we know that they've got that that mentality, that determination this year, um, where perhaps in over the past few years, heads might have gone down a bit. And um, I thought it was another sort of quite a tough game in a very different way to to Stoke I think the Stoke game was very um tactical it was a bit of a 
a chess match at times and sort of came down to a couple of moments, um, you know, three moments sort of that the, the, were the goals, essentially. The Blackpool game was, to, to say it was completely open would, would be wrong, but I think it was sort of non-stop action, which is what you expect when you look at Blackpool, you look at how they play both on and off the ball. We, we expected it to be an all-action affair. And I think that Blackpool did make it difficult. I think it's easy to look at that scoreline and say, oh, well, you know, Blackpool had an off day. But I think, you know, Neil Critchley, the manager afterwards, was saying, actually, they didn't. And it's it was hard for him to understand how they've ended up sort of losing so heavily. But I think we've seen that there's, there's more quality in the side this season, in the town side this season. We talked about the set pieces, you know, town are the best team in the division on set pieces now, which is quite a turnaround from the last couple of years where they've been one of the worst sides in the division. Um, and... I think we've just got there's there's just that extra bit more in every position now compared with last year. You know, I think it was it was a difficult game to not to go on about ratings because you know they're not the be all and end all. We do get them wrong sometimes, but it was a difficult game to do the ratings because you almost have to remember, oh yeah, we are allowed to give all sevens and eights <laughs> if we want to, you know, and it was that kind of performance, you know, you could run through the side and you you know I know you were doing your, your man of the match vote and struggling to get it down to four players to choose from it was that kind of game where you could have put sort of nine ten players into that ball and they all would have had a chance of winning it and I think that's that's what you need you know I think we, I talked on Radio Leeds on Monday and said you know, you do worry some, you know, you worry if they might be getting a bit over dependent on Silver Thomas they maybe need more from other players and you know on the day, it was Josh Caroma and Danelle Sonani were sort of, you know, everything in attack was going through them. But yeah, it was hard to single out individuals. I just thought it was a really good team performance. And after getting through that first half of a little bit of frustration, trying to, you know, struggling to get through the line, you got your goal early in the second half and you're away then. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Tom, was there anything specific that, that Carlos tweaked or, or said at half time that? provoked that second half because it seemed quite even for the first 45 and then the second 45 we we, we just went up another gear is, is that all the, the difference was just that extra bit of intensity and and you know willing going forward yeah well having watched Blackpool on in the build-up on the video and stuff how we prepare for the game they always seem to press really high and we were expecting that high press um and I think it was almost, I'm not sure of respect, but they'd obviously done their homework, you know, that we obviously like to play with the ball and got good good movement off the ball. And they just seemed to flood the middle of the pitch, um, played three players right up against us three, stop us trying building from the back. And they kind of sat around the halfway line and made it difficult to get through. So, yeah, the manager just kind of, showed us where he thought that we could exploit them, where the gaps would be, and to try and get those players that you mentioned on the ball. And that, that obviously worked a treat then. Is that is that something that Carlos is quite good at doing then, those in-game tweaks and, and managing the, the game as it's going along? Is it is it something that's a, a feature of, of his management style, those small tactical tweaks? Um, yeah, I'd probably say so. He's like... He's a very intelligent coach, so he's definitely got that ability. And we've got players, you know, that can 
I think we're a very fluid formation this year. We can switch between different formations because we've got a lot of players that can play in different positions. And the likes of Josh, um, Danelle, um, those sort of players, Sauber, they can flutter between different positions. So if yeah. we are getting um, frustrated or blocked in a certain way, we can tweak it um, and try and hopefully cause problems another way. Is there anyone other? Go ahead, Stephen. I was going to say, yeah, that's the thing, because you, you've got those players, I think, that can play off the shoulder of the last defender and can get in behind, like, you know, we know that, that Josh likes to do that, Sorber likes to do that, but they're also sort of adding to their game and, and finding space between the lines. I think that was sort of the key in the second half, was just finding more space for the players between sort of the midfield and, and the defensive lines of Blackpool and, and operating there and having trust that you can make things happen from there. Because I think previous years we've seen Town have a lot of the possession and a lot of the territory and struggle to actually do anything with it, um, particularly sort of two years ago. That just sort of happened repeatedly. Um, so it's good to see that side of the game developing that you can find different ways to unlock sides I think probably also helps that you've had you know the earliest goal you scored this season was 39th minute so you know that even if you don't get that early goal even if you're not necessarily going to score in the first half even that you can keep going and and find a way through um and and find a way to win the game in the second half it, the 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 panic the absence of panic has been really notable both on and off the ball this season uh, and I think that's been really key to the the good start they've had. Yeah um, I was going to ask, sorry Tom, it was, it was a, a much less important point than what Stephen made um, just the, the final point on Blackpool as well before we start looking forward to the weekend Jonathan Hogg half volley from the edge of uh, the D um, is that something you expected to see on Tuesday night? Um, yeah it's it's kind of strange seeing him up round the box, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, just delighted for him, really. And when you look back on the, the replay, I probably didn't appreciate what a difficult finish it was, you know. I yeah. thought that from my angle, I thought the keeper was out the goal and he just kind of had to hit the target. But he's fully like looped it over him and hit the net without a bounce. So yeah, very, very, very tidy finish. And just really happy for him to get a goal because I know it means the world to him. I was going to say, is it, is it something that he was uh, buzzing about on the, the coach on the way back home out straight after? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it's clear to see his passion, you know. And he's just, um, I've obviously played against him for a long time and just know that he's a winner. And that's that's all he's, that's his be all and end all. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think any win, but obviously he's delighted to, to get a rare goal. Yeah, I think everyone was on that evening because it, it doesn't happen often that he uh, he scores. Uh, Stephen, looking forward to Forrest on Saturday. Unfortunately, this morning we've had confirmation that Chris Hewton's been relieved of his duty and I think Stephen Reid is going to be an interim charge for, for the clash at um, the John Smiths. Do you think that changes anything about Forrest? Because obviously they've, they've only picked up one point so far this season in seven games and that was in their their big rivalry against Derby. So I'm, I'm sure they're pleased that they didn't lose that one. But, you know, even last night against Borough, they were they lost 2-0 at home uh, at the City ground. So what type of Forest team are going to turn up on Saturday? I think that's kind of unknown, really, isn't it? I mean, I think 
any care to any new manager who comes in, whether it's a caretaker or or a permanent manager, is going to have their own ideas about how things need to be done. And it's evident that things haven't been working at Forest for quite some time. It just never really got going under Hutton uh, for whatever reason. I think the issues there probably go go beyond him. But um, you know, you look at their league position; it's obviously had to change something. And you know. Uh, this is basically the only change they, they could make at this stage, unfortunately. Um, but I think town need to sort of try not to worry about that, to be honest, and you know, focus on themselves because if you've got to be honest, I kind of think this is a game where you, where you almost want to concentrate on yourselves anyway. Playing against the bottom team in the division, a team that hasn't the only team in the division that hasn't won yet this season. Um, with the form town have been on and playing at home, I think it's a game where you can concentrate on how do we hurt them more than, you know, do we need to worry about what they're going to do for us uh, or do to us, I should say. So I think probably in that respect, it doesn't change too much, um, but it's just whether it gets that extra, extra bit out of forest, you know, I mean, Tom, Tom can talk about this, I'm sure, but you know, I'm sure the players will be coming, you know, it's a bit of a wake-up call to some of the players there and they'll be playing for their shirts and trying to sort of impress ahead of whoever the new new manager is coming in. Yeah, Tom, I was, I was going to ask, that's a good point, Stephen. You know, fans often talk about and the media talk about this whole new manager bounce and the fact that a performance from a team seems to lift for some reason straight after a, a managerial change has taken place. From your experience in, in your career, what is the reason behind that? Do the lads just do they take some ownership over the results and you know give that extra bit of work in training that leads to better performances, or, or, or what tends to happen? It's hard to put your finger on really because I think you should always be demanding of yourself, regardless of the situation, anyway. So yeah. for me personally, it wouldn't really matter who's in charge. I'm going to try and play at the same level, but. You can understand it, you know. I think it's just a feeling of a fresh start for everyone and, like, a clean slate. And if there is people watching, potentially a new manager or, um, like you say, Stephen Reed in charge for the weekend, if he's going to carry on being the manager, it's that first day, you know, to impress you. It's almost like that first day feeling. Um, and maybe just a sense of change, you know. And these sides, when they're in that situation, they're... they're difficult to to play against because we've all been there as players when we're in bad form, bad runs um, and your backs are against the wall, you're absolutely desperate to get something from the game and um, you know a lot of the time teams the first thing that they do might be right let's go back to basics, let's make it a a horrible ugly game, be hard to beat and you know and they're, they're going to be fighting for their lives so it's up for us to We've got that energy from the form that we're in, the run that Mm -hmm. we're on. We've got that positivity. We've got that momentum. And that's hard to build. So it's important that we we take that and we really carry on with that. And um, I'm sure, obviously, they're in a difficult moment. We impose. we, we, We come out and we look like we're the team that's full of running, full of energy and full of momentum. And and don't let Saturday be their start of an upturn. Yeah, with um, with Calif being so so detail oriented, and with the shoe on the other foot, and being the side that is is welcoming the team that's got a different manager in charge, 
is that something that you guys are going to talk about when you're doing your preparations and everything without giving anything tactically away, of course? Is it something that you think you'll have to, to pay some attention to is the fact that there is a new guy in charge and, and we're not going to know as much about how they're going to play as we would have done had it been Hewton and, and had we had more examples of, of how that team operates under him? Yeah, well, I mean, you can look at the players individually, can't you? Because they're going to be the same. Um, yeah. so you know that the players' individual strengths and stuffs and weaknesses. Um, yeah, there might be a few differences, but um, I think, like we've said before, it's really important that we focus on us, you know. The momentum that we've got, the, the kind of mood that we've got in the team. Um, and we want to carry this on, you know. We're desperate to carry this on, and it's important that we show that they've got the hunger to to get a result. We've got to show the same sort of hunger to to carry on what we what we're doing. Um, and I think it's important that we're the team that looks like we're desperate for the win on Saturday because I think if we can we can get on top of Forest early, make it difficult for them. You know, um, don't give them that encouragement. No, that sounds um sounds spot on to me um, Stephen uh, sort of last time out obviously 3-0 against Blackpool last time at home 4-0 against Reading how do you see this one against Forest going at the weekend is this a, a case if if Town managed to get an early goal we can we can look at scoring a few again or, or are Forest going to be having their backs against the walls and, and putting on a, a bit more of a, a determined performance yeah, I, th I think it's going to be a tougher game than some expect. I mean, I've, I've mentioned it's a game that, that you can go for and concentrate on your, yourselves, but, you know, that's not to do any disrespect to Forrest. You know, we know they've got um, they've got good players in their squad there and, you know, Tan will need to be on their guard. But at the same time, it is a winnable game. I think, it's, I think it is almost, you know, take what you did in the Blackpool game, take what you did in basically <laughs> the last sort of, three games really because the Stoke game was not a bad performance by any means and just you know keep doing them keep stay at your task if anyone new comes into the side um, find a way to play to their strengths because we know that the first 11 that started against Reading and Blackpool can certainly do a job I think now it's about if there's going to be more rotation uh, this season then it's getting those new players that come into the side and making sure that that they are that that is a seamless change. So I think it's continuing to to continue the good work and keep adding to the game. Uh, an early goal, as you say, would be good. We mentioned sort of the goal times there, and I think you can sort of take a bit of the pressure off yourselves, obviously with an early goal. But it's easier said than done. Um, I'm not expecting another three nil, but um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think you've got every reason in the world to believe you can win this game. Tom, we're back at home. The, the fans will be in good voice and excited given the, the last couple of performances and results. Is that something that you guys are going to feed off and, and be excited to play in front of on Saturday? Definitely, you know, uh, playing in front of home fans, you want to try and make them happy, make them proud. Um, and we'll do that in every game, you know. Um, but yeah, like you say, hopefully it'll be a good atmosphere. But as players, you've got to try and, you know, remove yourself from from the hype and the the kind of the expectation and just 
like you say, you can get carried away very easily and brought back down to earth. So I just think it's for us, it's about our mentality, you know, how we turn up. I mean, it'll probably be perceived as a, a team in form, playing a team desperately out of form. But, you know, these things can change very, very quickly. And it's difficult when you're playing a team that's kind of wounded. And like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if they go back to basics and try and make it very, very difficult for us. A scrappy game, um, bodies on the line, and try and make it a bit of an ugly game and a bit of a fight. And we've got to be determined, you know, first of all, to to show that we, we're really desperate for this win. And then go and show the side that we've we've shown so far that we can play through teams and get some goals. Yeah, of course. Um there are tickets, by the way, for, for any town fans listening in, still available for the game. So if you want to see the Terriers in action at the John Smiths, then uh, get onto the ticket office as soon as possible before Saturday. And um, I think that's everything. We'll um, we'll catch up on the other side of the, the Forest game uh, on on extra time on Saturday afternoon. But thank you for your time, Tom, and thank you for your time, Stephen, and thanks to Sports Broker for um, sponsoring the show.